Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. It's all about releasing the blocks and becoming unstoppable. Each week, you'll get new insights from myself and other experts on how to brand yourself, impact the world, and profit like a boss. We cover how to remove unconscious beliefs that keep you stuck and move towards a life of inspiration and alignment. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome on to another episode. I am so excited to have Julie Burke with us today. Welcome on. Thank you. It's so I'm I'm blessed. Thank you for asking me to be here. I just adore you. Thank, Thank you. you. I feel the same way. And I just find you as someone that's such a go-getter, someone has so much drive for helping, like honestly, like helping people at such a deep level. And I just admire you as a businesswoman. You've done so much. So I know the audience is going to get so much value from you today. And um, just introduce yourself to us a little bit. Like, what are you um, passionate about now? And and what's your direction in your business? Yeah. So um, Julie Burke, I'm here in my, my beautiful home in Chicago. And, you know, with my business, I've been in the online game now. Oof. Um, since 2016, I started out network marketing in 2012. And Lisa, I think that's kind of how you and I connected, right? Um, but just like you, there is a, a fire inside me to, to take it a step further, right? I think network marketing and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a good stepping stone into, what entrepreneurship is, even though we are self-employed, right? True entrepreneurship is going out there and doing the, the, or what people portray as the hustle and grind, building your own brand, building your own business. Um, and I think for me, uh, network marketing taught me a lot around personal development. It taught me to step into becoming a new, a, a new me. Um, but in 2016, I stepped into um, wanting to take it a step further and wanting to go out there and build my own training company and my own brand. Um, and so what I really enjoy is helping to empower um, you know, other women entrepreneurs that are building a business online and helping them to uh, simplify I think that that is like my keyword. That is like my word for for this year, right? Simplify, um, but really building a business where they can, you know, cash in using their authentic voice by building their own personal brand. Um, and we'll get into that, I'm sure, because we're going to be talking about the multiple income streams I had and why I think it it was a success. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really what I'm passionate about now, and you know, I'm ready to you know, work with the, the next level woman that is ready to, to elevate even further. I love that. And it's so necessary too, because, you know, people on their own reach a certain level of success and then they need someone to help them off that next step. Like they might not see the next step. They might not know how to get there. They might not know if they have anything kind of holding them back from fully going for it. And that's one of the things that I admire about you is that even when you were very profitable, um, you 
pushed forward and built another leg of your business or, and so let's get into that a little bit of like, what does that drive look like when you are profitable, you're having money come into one revenue and you decide to kind of branch off to a couple other areas of your business? Uh, Where does that drive stem from? And how would someone repeat that? So where that stemmed from was back in 2015. And like I said, I was the network marketing. I started in 2012. I did have success. I didn't have the, the racks or riches story. I, I really didn't, you know, I'm a mom. I sold my franchise. I, you know, decided that I didn't want to go back to corporate America. I never wanted to own another brick and, brick and mortar business again. Right. Cause that was a ton of work. Wow. Um, yeah, after I had them for 10 years, my stores, and it was just it's a lot of work. So I was like, what do I do? Right. And I I started dabbling in direct sales. I was gone though at a lot of parties, you know, often nights and weekends. And after about eight months, I was like, I don't want this. I want to be home with my baby. I want to be home with my husband. And I turned to network marketing and I turned to social media. And that's how I started to just, I really was taught right from the get-go, you know, even back in 2012 with using social media, they said, do, do curiosity-based marketing. Mm-hmm. And where I think most network marketers, maybe, uh, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to use the word fail. I, I don't want to say that, but maybe where they could go wrong in their business or why they're not seeing success is that they don't truly understand marketing where I've been studying marketing now for years and I love it. Um, and because I was the person that shied away from sales, I was the person that I didn't really know what marketing was, and I decided to take it serious. And and we and in network marketing, you have to learn how to market and how to sell and how to overcome objections and all that, all that jazz, right? Well, in 2015, there was two companies that shut down, like no warning, nothing, and I went, oh my gosh, I'm making multiple six figures. A year. I almost hit millionaire in the company that I was with. I'm no longer with that company anymore. But I said, oh my gosh, I I don't feel secure with this. I want to create more another income stream. I I wasn't clear on what that was at the time. And this is why I think having a mentor or a coach is so important, right? Because there's a lot of noise out there in the online world. And my business is primarily 100% online. And so I see a lot of people that are confused. They are um, being overworked. They're exhausted. They don't know which way to turn. They don't know what strategy or what tactic to, 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 you know, um, to do. And so when I saw these companies close and I said, okay, well, in 2000, so this was close to 2016. I said, well, I'm going to start with what I know in developing my own, own online personal brand. And I'm going to help network marketers and teach them how to use social media the right way. Because I see so many people kind of spamming and it's not working for them. And I want to, I want to help them. So that's how it started. I just started showing up. I was so nervous to start doing video and Facebook lives. And I mean, I was deathly afraid, right? What What are people going to say? Um, what if I don't look my best? I, I don't really wear makeup. I 
right? Like I live in yoga pants all day. I was like worried about all the wrong things. Like what if my kid runs in? What if the dog barks? What I realize is it's really about your message. It's not really about anything else, but, but showing up for your audience and delivering that message through that is when an audience started to develop. So I started adding other income streams like coaching, adding courses, digital products, packaging my knowledge. I started doing affiliate marketing and everything was cohesive. Mm -hmm. So I built three other six-figure income streams in the matter of um, six to 12 months. That's amazing. Three, three other, wait, three other six-figure, did I say that right? Three other six-figure income streams. Yes. And through this process, I switched network marketing companies. Yeah, that's so amazing. Like your progress and just seeing your business grow. And really, it sounds like you're opening up opportunities for your ideal person to take the next step. So it creates this other source of income, but also this other source of impact that someone could go further with you on their journey of you're initially not just stopping at like, okay, I'm going to teach you this and that's all. Like I'm going to branch into this other thing that I could teach you further or help you understand this better. So it becomes this other business on its own or mm-hmm. stream of, of revenue. So I think well, I think a lot of people are looking to diversify their revenue as well. Like they're smart, right? The, 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 the one income stream or two income streams almost don't um, cut it anymore in most households because they're drowning in bills and they're drowning with, you know, they're sending their kids, they have to save up for the college and we all know college isn't cheap, right? So they're looking to diversify and create multiple income streams. Um, and I still feel like there's a lot of people out there that are looking for freedom and, you know, time freedom, location freedom, and, or they feel like they're living with this bigger message inside them that they want to carry out to the world. They just don't know how yet. Yeah. So I think that's a good point that most people are not wanting to, you know, go to another job that they're creating for themselves at home. They're actually wanting that freedom, the freedom type of lifestyle, but a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck you know, either not having a process or a system to launch things out there. So that's one of the things that I've noticed that you do very well is even when you're creating a digital product or, you know, a new thing that you're going to promote, you really have a system and have created those things in your business that actually do offer you the time freedom Um, you know, for example, like you were able to be the entrepreneur that had to rearrange things last week because your kid was sick at school, but you could go pick him up. So those are the things that are important, um, is having still time for your friends, your family and, and all the things. So let's dive into that a little bit further. Like what are some of the systems that you've created in your business and, or taught to other entrepreneurs? Like, there's a process that goes along with it, right? Yeah. So when I develop out um, a program, I like, okay, I'll use um, Julie, for instance. Julie is a good friend of mine. And she came to me and she said, I want to I wanna create a YouTube course um, that helps people get more exposure, gets more visible through using video on YouTube, you know, 
the niche was a little bit more towards network marketers, but I mean, anyone could use it. Right. And I said to her, okay, cool. Like, like when are you launching it? Like, what are we doing? And when are you doing this? And so it like, um, and she's like, well, I have to create it. And I said, no, you, you sell it first. And you know, that freaks out a lot of people, but here, this is what I'm trying to say is it's all about simplifying. Okay. I am first to say that I am guilty of creating chaos at times in my business, but then I've learned to let a lot of things go and really just streamline and simplify. And, um, and so she did, she basically launched it. She sold, she's a, a smaller audience and she, she had a group and she talked about it and she sent an, an email out. And basically what ended up happening is she got paid to build her course. Mm-hmm. She sold 52 units and the rest is history. It's the same thing. Like, I just go back to, you know, if someone wanted to create that, they would promote it, sell it, create it with their audience, and then package it and then evergreen it. And evergreen just means that basically it goes on autopilot. So um, we're talking automation. Sales funnels has, has been a big piece, marketing piece to my business. Um, and people get nervous when they hear the word sales funnel, but it really is nothing but your own branded marketing system. Like that's really all it is. And it carries through the pieces and it, it helps with making passive sales. So that's what I created for a lot of, um, you know, my business was, so that to me was one of my primary systems. I would show up, I would send an email out. I would do a Facebook live around a certain topic for five to 10 minutes. And then I would just tell people here, if you want to learn more about this, go to this link. And then literally the funnel does the rest of the work. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that amazing? Right? So we have these online systems and tools that are not being utilized like to our advantage. And that's another thing I teach entrepreneurs. Um, There are systems for, um, you know, project organization, there's, there's Asana, right? There's Trello. You were talking about how you were, you use um, something with your video editor, right? Like it just keeps you Wistia, right? Which is a video platform, mm-hmm. right? And so I just feel like most times what I see is entrepreneurs making things more difficult for themselves rather than just focusing on, okay, what's my process? How can I set up a system to carry that process through? And then outsourcing has been also a big help um, to help with a lot of the pieces that I didn't want to like quite figure out when it comes to like building the funnel. Um, And that also freaks a lot of people out sometimes because they're like, oh, if they're just starting out, they don't have all the money to put into somebody. But there's places like Fiverr and Upwork and that you could pay $5 for a project or $10 for a project. I mean, it's like, is it, is it time or is it money? Right? Like time for me to save time on things is golden. It's everything. Cause time is money. Yeah, exactly. And I think having those systems in place gets you the actual freedom that you want. I think initially when you're making these systems and building these funnels out and stuff, that's where the legwork really is. Right. You don't really have to go back and do that all the time. It's really the upfront work of, of making this 
and having the, you know, congruency with it. Yeah. You build it once and it, it like runs. It just runs forever. I, I, it's funny. I created a, we were talking about how many courses I created before. I actually have a course around funnels (laughs) and the branding, um, because they are so powerful, Mm -hmm. um, to have in a business. I'm not saying that that's the only, that should be your only focus in your business, right? That's just when it comes down to when you're ready to automate some pieces that, um, something like a funnel can really, really help in that department. Totally. Totally. One of the things that I admire that you have done actually is you walked away from what most people wouldn't. You walked away from a $250,000 a year income because something was no longer in alignment with where you were going. And at different points, you've shifted your focus because it's no longer in alignment. So I just kind of want to speak to the person that thinks that they're too far down the rabbit hole or they, you know, or even that they're scared to start it because they feel that they're going to be pigeonholed to this certain topic that, you know, do I have to speak on it for forever? Or, or is that all I have to be like, how do you have the gumption to kind of like walk away from what's already working, but it's no longer in alignment with where you are gonna go. Yeah. So I'm the type of business owner that is like feelings first. Mm -hmm. Right. And people are like, oh, you can't have feelings in business. Oh yeah, you can. When it's your own business, you have to feel lit up. You, you know, I spent um a great deal of time in 2017, 2000 going into 2018, just hustling. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it was pedal to the metal. Um like you said, be the bull. I was a bull, right? And I created a beast of a business. I had success, but at the end of the day, I'm like, really, is this truly fulfilling me? I wasn't feeling um, peace and joy. Like there was something missing. Um, and so in October of 2018, I decided to cut, like completely put a halt to everything. And I literally cut my income in half. Um, but there were things that I, you know, there were, there were tough questions that I had to face. And, um, if you know, you're feeling a certain way, you know, I was, I was, I felt lost and, you know, confused and not sure where to go or why I was feeling that way. And so you have to like give yourself time to reflect or or work with somebody that can help you get to the other side faster. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, then I just started doing things just to do them. And it was like, Hey, let me just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Let me see, you know, but the flip side is unless you take action and and do something, you don't know if you're going to enjoy it or not enjoy it. Right. So I've done everything from, you know, network marketing to creating my own products, um, to coaching mentorship, to having, uh, two memberships to having a marketing agency. Um, right. I think the only thing I haven't done at this point is, you know, I've done speaking is, is 
author a book. I haven't written a book, but I swear I probably have about five books inside me, right? Um, because I want to speak to the entrepreneur that is sitting there feeling, you know, because it could be lonely. Mm-hmm. When you have an online business, you 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 really are a solopreneur, but that's why community is such a big deal. Um, and I could probably, I know I could help the next entrepreneur like take years off that learning curve because of all this stuff I've, I've been through. Um, I almost, you know, had, a, a lawsuit with his service provider because he stole money from me who never built my website. I have, you know, worked with a lot of service providers this past year that just, did not own their craft. Like, right. So I've been there. I walked the miles and now I think I'm just passionate about helping, um, that entrepreneur who is looking for the makeover, who's ready for the next phase. And they're sitting there feeling like, where do I go? I'm so tired of the hustle. All right. Like business has to be easier. Where did the fun go? Yeah. Like these were all the questions that I was asking myself. Like I was more worried about tactics and strategies that then it became, well, where, where's the part of my business that's supposed to light me up? Yeah. I think so, it's important for entrepreneurs who are feeling like you said, um, you know, I went through that as well with, um, you know, hiring a web designer and he almost didn't deliver. I almost had to take him to court and stuff like that. Those are the lows that all entrepreneurs go through. And, you know, someone could be sitting at home like, oh, okay, is this not what I should be doing? Should I quit? That type of thing. That is not, that does not mean to quit. It no. means it's just like the little, there's always going to be changes and challenges. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's just like, you have to expect it, right? Like, Nothing worth anything comes easy, right? Like nothing worth having comes easy. And I know that. And that's always what kept me going. What has kept me going instead of throwing in the towel, even though there's been times I felt like throwing in the towel, but then I like snap out of it. You know, maybe it's just getting up and going for a walk or saying, you know what, enough for today or um, just going out and doing something for yourself because we could go into the the whole of business, 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 business. I got to get this up. I got to get this done. I mean, my gosh, I could sit here until probably next Tuesday and tell you about all the stuff that went wrong. I mean, I had a webinar that I had 500 people on. And when I got to like the the pitch of my program that I spent so much time on, uh, there was a glitch on the webinar system and everybody was gone. Everybody. So I had to go into total damage control and after I like drank a bottle of wine that night and cried, I was like, Oh my God, what do we do? And so I had to get together with my team and like send out emails and promote my product. I had no webinar replay, you know, right? Like, so this stuff does happen, but then it also is very rewarding to be able to create something of your own that it, that will light you up and will bring you, um, either those ideal soulmate clients or those ideal team members, you know, whatever business you're in, the point of it is quitting never got anybody anywhere. Yeah. But back on the sideline, like that's it. And so if you feel good about being a quitter, because that's the number one habit of 
any human being, you could look it up, it's quitting. That is the number one habit. And I refuse. And there's, there's those words, like, I refuse to be a quitter. I am committed to figuring this out and to growing my dream. And stop saying the word hope and try because those words are like a disease in your business. I will tell you that right now or in life. Hope, saying I hope. When people say to me, those are two words I don't use. Like I have not used them in years. I had someone point that out to me. Um, I, when I hear people say that, I, I literally have to correct them several times over. And then they're like, wow, I never realized how much I say try or how much I say hope. Um, you have to bring forward that powerful language and, and really be kind, um, to yourself and give yourself grace and love because I also would call myself hot mess. For a long time, I was like, I'm a hot mess express. I'm a hot mess mom. And somebody called me out on that too. And they're like, you are the furthest thing from a hot mess. There's just pieces that you need to get figured out. But that doesn't mean that you're a hot mess. Like you've created so many amazing things. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I have to stop saying that about myself because I'll keep living in the hot mess. Yeah. Um, it's very powerful stuff, right? It is how we speak to ourselves, how we see ourselves, right? Absolutely. And yeah, and we have self-inflicted sabotage, like end of story. It, it, it happens to the best of us. I don't care how successful, like, I don't care if you're making six, seven, eight, nine figures. It does not matter. You could be sabotaging yourself. You could be making nine figures and be unhappy and completely miserable in what you're doing. You're just making money. Money is just money, right? Anybody could be successful. Anybody can create money. And money is amazing because it can bring so much value to other people's lives and what you're doing, right? But I just feel that people need to start focusing their attention on their intentions and get really like back to the basics if you are feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like you're kind of challenged in certain areas, take a step back and look at the areas that you're feeling challenged in and refocus your attention. Because like I said, we live in a very, very noisy world. Yeah. And I feel like uh, people should chase after what they feel fulfilled doing and talking about. And what do you wake up wanting to talk about? Like what lights you up? You can tell in your intonation that your your voice even escalates as you talk about something you're excited about. Or mm-hmm. if someone, I've had different business coaches try to position me as something that would be the easy win or something like that. But I was like, ho-hum, like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, right. it just felt like that was the obvious thing for them to help position me with. But I'm like, I really don't want to do that anymore. Right. And that's okay. So once you start at one place, you're not stuck there. Like you can always redirect and get always course correct. Like I say that all the time, right? You, you, and you will, because you'll evolve. Like I'm not the same person I was a couple years. I'm not the same person I was when I got started in network marketing in 2012. Not the same person that when I got started online in 2016, I'm not that person either. Like you will, you have to grow or evolve or you're dying. And I, I refuse to, to stay there. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Trust me. I've tried to 
be perfect and perfect gets you nowhere. Um, you know, but when you try and make everything perfect, then there's procrastination, right? So, but I know that to be successful, you should always be growing and learning and developing and drop the ego and, you know, surround yourself with the best, the best. Um, and I think that that has been the part that has also contributed to the success that, that I have had. And I'm going through a transition right now. I mean, you and I just had this whole conversation about it. Right. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Right. And, and for a long time, I think all of last year it plagued me. And now I'm, I'm like sitting here and going, okay, that's okay. It's okay to let certain things go and that are not lighting me up anymore. And, and it's almost like giving myself permission. Yeah. It's funny because I have a team of people, right? I have a, a team in my company and I am a leader in my company and they come to me and I, and it's so funny because all they needed was the permission from me. But the, the, the funny thing is, is like they could give themselves the permission, but they don't. Right. So often we don't give ourselves the permission, but we have the power. So it's like, stop giving away the power. Take it back. It's yours. Yeah. I think if, if that's the only thing that they picked up from this episode is that you have permission to go fully put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. You have permission to, you know, get past the blocks that you've been holding yourself back in your business or stuck in a fear of judgment or stuck not doing video or stuck not promoting mm -hmm. yourself online or whatever. Like there's different areas that entrepreneurs can get stuck and hung up. And mm -hmm. usually it's just within whatever's going on in your brain. It's whatever right. the dialogue is, like you said, um, speaking to yourself, there's words that can be eliminated. Like I feel the word should should be eliminated from our English dictionary. Like it's something that never makes anyone feel more esteemed. If you should like something, right. it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, I know. Yeah. So many of us do let people shit all over us. And, and, um, you know, we were talking about that too, is also having, um, you know, being the people pleaser. Right. And, and, and it shouldn't be that it should be that we have to please ourselves because only then do we truly live a life with full, full intention and fulfillment. And, and that joy is when your biggest person that you're serving is yourself first. Yeah. Only then that can you serve others. And I think that that has also been a huge lesson learned this past year, meaning don't talk about the crap you don't want to talk about, right? Talk about what what lights you up. You want to know how to build a brand because branding has been the most powerful thing that helped me to build my audience and helped me to build all my businesses. It starts with your message. It starts with your brand. It starts with your, you know, you sharing your stories and your vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do is just show up as all of you and not who you think you should be for other people. And that's the mistake I made in the beginning. So if you guys take anything away from all this, 
it's showing up in your full authentic self. And that's what I, that's what lights me up is to empower other women to step into that. Yeah. Because I see them playing small way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I just think that you have the mindset of just driving yourself forward, but also gaining that clarity of mm-hmm. what you're passionate about. And I think with introspection, with, you know, just kind of checking in with yourself and just feeling the space of like, what am I passionate about talking about? And what do I want to teach somebody? What have I learned that, you know, someone else or a lot of people would benefit from? And a lot of times, like, you don't have to struggle with imposter syndrome. Like I struggle with that a long time. Um, it's just needing to be on that very next step that the person has to take. So right. You know, it's not holding yourself back and from promoting yourself or, or doing any of that because you feel like someone's going to judge you or whatever. You just have to be that next step and you can help someone take it. You know, here's the thing. Here, okay. Here's my tip for those that feel like they do have the imposter syndrome. Take people on a journey with you. Just that's all you have to do. Show up. Say, so maybe there's something that you want to learn more about. It's something that's really, really exciting to you. Um, maybe it's um, the automation piece. Maybe you're you're into that or, you know, wanting to build your business online from scratch. And what you're learning, you're going to take people on a journey with you and you're going to teach them what you're learning. Um, yes, right there. That is how you develop an audience. Like, you don't have to be the expert. I I don't want to be the expert. I want to be the woman that is there that helps other women, like I said, to become the powerhouse that they're meant to be because they're they're timid, right? Or they're sitting in the I'm confused or I, I don't know what I want. And then nothing gets done, nothing gets solved, and then And then where are you at? You're like laying on the couch crying for like days, eating bonbons. Like, no, like, no, sister, get up. Let's get it together. We're going to figure this thing out. And really it's about connection and and helping out, you know, other women in this, this space. Like, that's what excites me. Okay. Like I lived in the, um, you know, I need to become a marketing expert. I need to like become an automation expert, right? But I learned that that's not what... Maybe that lit me up two years ago when I came online, but that's not what lights me up now, right? So it's it's staying in the game and being committed to, to figuring it out and having those friends along the way, right? That help you to realize certain things about yourself that you might be missing. Because oftentimes, like, so funny. Someone said this to me the other day, like the answer is right under your nose. Yeah. Like it's there. So, you know, I don't know where I was going with that, but I feel like I could talk about this all day <laughs> long. Um, but I think the main message is um, like knowing you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love your words on the imposter syndrome and just, encourage- yeah, that was it. That way, I'm sorry. You brought me back the imposter syndrome. I'm sorry. It was like, just saying, you don't have to be the expert. That's what I meant to say. Like, you don't have to be the expert. You can just show up and 
and really take the people on the journey as you're growing and developing and just teach them what you're learning. And it's funny how an audience just shows up. That's what I was saying. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it. Yeah. Right. I think it's everything because it is just taking them on a journey with you instead of like having to be like the expert, like who am I to be teaching? It's like, Hey, let me take you with you. I'm learning these things and, and let's go there together. And I, I feel like people want to go someplace with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really do. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, I think that's um, how my audience developed is, you know, as it's funny how when we talk about personal branding, your, your audience that starts showing up almost starts determining like what your brand is in a way. Um, and then people get this whole like, where they feel pigeonholed, they have to talk about one thing. But really, when you're developing out a brand, you could kind of bring in any elements because the people love you at that point. They they know, like, and trust you. They love you. They'll stick with you. And then they buy from you. And um, that's what I see happening. And you can always course correct along the way or, you know, go through that makeover or go and rebrand yourself. It, it, there's like, it's funny because people are like, give me the roadmap, give me the roadmap. And it's like, there really isn't just one roadmap. Like you can do this business several ways. There's several, several, several ways to make an income. You have to figure out what it is for you that is going to light you up in making that income. I love it. Thanks, Lisa. It's a great place to to wrap up today. And, you know, I just think your wisdom is everything for the person listening. It's just not to stay stuck, not to be in the imposter place. Um, just Mind your language. Out there, change your language towards yourself and, right. and just get out there and, and take people on a journey with you. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. If thank you find you, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Um, well, I'm always on Facebook, but they can find me at my website, create success with Awesome. I will leave a link in the show notes and Thanks. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. If you found this episode helpful, you should check out business class. It's the online coaching group that gives you inspiration to grow your business, gives you new monthly challenges, holds you accountable, and is one of the only platforms that works on mindset and inner game as hard as we work on progressing your business forward. To join us, check out lisarooney.com forward slash class, C-L-A-S-S. I'll see you there.